This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We received recently a very interesting question about having intrusive thoughts while having sex. So here's the question. On some occasions during intercourse, I get flashes in my mind of someone else's face. It's not the same person's face. When it happens, it's usually the face of someone I saw during the day. It makes me feel really bad. I try to get over it and just focus on my husband and enjoy him, but it makes me feel guilty. I truly love my husband and would never do anything to hurt him. Just this happening makes me wonder if there's anything wrong with me or what I could do to prevent it from happening. Thank you for reading. Awesome. Thank you for sending this question in. Uh, Very good question, and this is not the first time nor the last time that we'll receive this question. Here is our thoughts around this. First of all, this is called an intrusive thought. Um, This happens to everyone, actually, but maybe with different subjects. Different content. Right, so we would consider depression. um, It could start happening with intrusive thoughts of life being hopeless, right? And so if we entertain those thoughts and let those thoughts just be in our mind without putting them out, um, it really could start causing us to feel depressed. Yeah, same thing with anxiety. People have intrusive thoughts about fears of, you know, what if this happened? Um, Same thing with just kind of like thinking about random stuff while having sex. Like, did I load the dishwasher? Like, that's an intrusive thought. So we're talking about intrusive thoughts here. You just happen to have an intrusive thought that is causing you some guilt. So we'll distinguish between what's going on there as well. Often, um, men have thoughts around... um, not being able to get hard during sex. So this is this has happened to countless men, and this ca- can cause ED or erectile dysfunction if it keeps going. So it kind of sounds like this in a man's head, like, hey, this happened before. I wonder if it's going to happen again. I'm not super turned on right now. And the focus becomes kind of your, your mind starts to focus on the thoughts and your body, what's happening in your body mm-hmm. rather than being in the moment with your spouse. So intrusive thoughts, what they do is really they get your attention off of like the connecting moment that's mm-hmm. happening and they pull you away in. And now you're kind of spiraling with these thoughts in your head rather than being um, with your spouse, enjoying this beautiful moment. So first we're going to give you um, some theology behind the guilt piece that you're having. And we're just going to have a conversation about it. It's not like a prepared, you know, exegesis of scripture, but we're going to have a conversation around that. Then we're actually going to give you some practical tips for how to redirect your intrusive thoughts in those moments when that's happening. Yeah. So first of all, what I like to do with clients when this happens is I like to talk about the difference between temptation and sin. There is a difference because we know uh, that Jesus was tempted in all ways, but he was able to be tempted without sinning. So Mm -hmm. how do we distinguish between the two? Well, with thoughts, I like to think about the idea that um, it's a sin when I miss the mark, right? So if I have an intrusive thought, I can be completely prayed up and feel one with Jesus and have something that comes along that's completely antithetical to God and his purpose for me, Mm -hmm. right? It could be 
um, sinful. But um, now this could get sticky, but I'll, I'll try to explain. Sometimes I feel that um, I have this thought and it's not exactly sin until I actually entertain it. So let's say I'm um, I'm walking down the road and I see a woman that's attractive. Now I could see her, think she's attractive, and I wouldn't consider that sin. It's just realizing, hey, there's beauty there. She's God's child too. But I could cross into sin when I entertain thoughts of, like Jesus said, um, having adultery in my mind, letting lust conceive. If you think about it, it would seem that conceiving is a sexual word, actually. Mm -hmm. Conceiving um, takes planning, forethought, um, intentionality. Yeah. So I think everybody can realize that um, you can have a thought pop in your mind and an option to go to sin, but there is a point of, um, there's a point of decision that I would want to point at and it, when you come to that point of decision, if you just brush it off and say, I'm going to keep on thinking about this woman that's not my wife in my mind. Or in this case, a man that's not your husband. Right. Yeah. And um, become sexually aroused with that thought, that would be sin. Because I've now cho- chose to entertain that thought in my mind. That's mm-hmm. totally possible. Unfortunately, it's happened to me, to me before. I've repented for that. Um but as a Christian, I'm always trying to train my thoughts, to train my desires. And the more that I reject those things, and we'll give you a template before the end of this video or the end of this podcast, uh, we'll give you a way to do that. You can reject it and not be sin. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, I think the sanctification process in this is being able to reject that thought quicker. Yeah, I've worked with a lot of people through this. And what I find is that people get stuck in the guilt cycle. Yes. Um, Now, guilt is okay if it directs us to repentance, if it leads us to say, hey, I'm going to turn a 180 on this. I'm not going to do that anymore. And God gave us guilt for a reason. But if the guilt cycle turns into a shame cycle, where now they feel like I'm just some dirty sinner, I can't get over this. And I think that's what the last part of that question alluded to, like yes. some sort of brokenness or something. Yeah, like, Am something I broken? wrong with me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all broken, right? We all need a savior. Um, but if you think that something is like, at the core wrong with you because you tend to do this, then what happens, and this has happened to several of my clients, they get stuck in that shame cycle where anytime an intrusive thought does come up, they let themselves go there because that's who they are. That's who they've told themselves that they are. They are a dirty sinner or they are, um, you know, sexually disgusting or they are a deviant. And so then they let themselves go there and then hit themselves over the head for it. So instead of doing that, um, I like to think of it like this, you know, we all are going to have temptations. Even Jesus Mm -hmm. was tempted in every way. When a bird flies over your head, you cannot stop that bird from flying over your head. But what you can do is you can stop that bird from making a nest on your head. So if the bird comes up and tries to get on your head, you have everything in your power to run away, to hit the bird off. You can take action. 
And that's what we would advise you to do. We're going to give you some action to take. Um, so just keep that in mind. I know Adam gave a little bit of the theology there. You know, people try to bring in that Matthew verse, Matthew 5, verse 27. You've heard it said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery, verse 28. But I say to you that whosoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Well, James 1, 14 and 15 talk about how lust works. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and is and enticed, right? So that's temptation. But when lust hath conceived, it brings forth sin. So that's where sin enters the picture. And I think that's when we let that bird build the nest on our head. Um, so if that's what's been happening for you and you allow that that bird to build the nest, you've let lust conceive, there's a will involved, you've entertained that temptation, um, then there needs to be repentance. Um, but don't if, you, if that's not the case, like stop calling yourself this dirty, broken, something's wrong with me, um, you know, because that's where shame is going to yes. cycle. And honestly, the devil does have a prerogative to mess up your sex life. Yeah. Like that would be a win for him. So n- know that that this, I mean, it doesn't have to be the devil and we're not trying to find devils behind every rock. But in, but there is a definitely a win here for the opposition for you to not have a good time while having sex. So know that you already said in your, in your question that this is not something that you want. Okay, good. So what you need to start doing as when this, when this thought comes in, identify it first. Oh, there's the intrusive thought. We don't have to be like surprised. Oh, it happened again. Okay. This is happening to you. It's a pattern. You've reached out. So now don't be surprised. Don't be shame. Don't take on any of those negative emotions and just see it and say, there it is. This is my pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. And welcome that thought back out and just see it disappear. You can even just, uh, if those faces appear, you could just uh, see the face and then blink it out or you could whiten, whiten the frame of your mind out, see that all uh, turn to white. Um, Sometimes you can also just say no as you blink it out. Um, that's something that's helped a lot of people mm-hmm. just see the face, then blur it out, white it out and just say no. And you'll might have to do that three or four times before it, uh, you know, goes away. But thankfully, if you're having sex, there's something to return your attention to. Yeah. And I would just congratulate yourself very quickly and be like, good job. You know, I'm taking care of that thought. Taking that, captive. That Yeah every thought to the obedience of Christ. Yeah. You could just let it go and refocus yourself on, on the moment. So what are you feeling? What are you sensing? That's you good. know, what does the skin feel like of your husband? What does, and, and just kind of go through your senses to re uh, center yourself and to go kind of mindfully back into the sensual place. Yeah. And by sensual or your senses, Adam said, really engage the five senses you know, what am I seeing? What does the skin feel like? He said, what am I smelling? You know, what's the, what are the textures that I'm feeling in the bed? Um, you know, what am I, what am I tasting? You know, if you guys are kissing and, or if you've, you know, brought a mint or any other types of food into the bedroom, really engaging those five senses. 
And what Adam is talking about with like blinking it out or whiting it out or saying no, um, that's from a system called neuro-linguistic programming. It's an excellent way to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. You're in control of those thoughts. And so that temptation will come, but then what you do with it is up to you. So you can, I've had people even say, you know, if, if it comes to you, imagine that it's on a screen and then you have the power to turn that screen off in your brain. You can flip it to black and white, you can shrink it and then you can throw it out and then you can turn on the screen of what's in front of you in the yes. present. God wouldn't have given us the commandment to take into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ if it wasn't possible. Mm -hmm. This is how you do it. Yes. If you have a thought, you identify that as an intrusive thought. You take that action of whiting it out, saying no, and then diverting your attention back to what you choose to pay attention to. Yeah. And that process there will actually rewire your brain for pleasure. Yeah. So, um, that is the way to to do this and then congratulate don't see this as a, a fault or a problem or it happened again actually start um, energizing this new rewiring with good feelings like gratitude love you know give some grace and this could also be trauma popping up um, yeah. we haven't went there but if you do have trauma in your background, that would be something to take care of and um, with a therapist or um, a trusted mentor. But the therapist would be the best option with, um, with trauma. Yeah. So we really pray that this is something that was helpful to you as the person who sent in this question, but I know it's relatable to a lot of people who deal with intrusive thoughts. It doesn't have to be sinful thoughts necessarily. Even if you deal with intrusive thoughts, you can use these methods. If you want more ways to spice up your sex life, you can go to the link in the show notes and we have a link there for 10 ways to spice up your sex life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.